Hey everyone, welcome to the Horror PSA presented by Scary Nerd, and as always, we are your hosts. I'm Paul. I'm Saul. And I'm Angie. The following is a public service announcement. Two adults and a juvenile break into a house occupied by a brother and sister and their stolen children. There they must fight for their lives. We watched the Wes Craven classic, The People Under the Stairs, from 1991. So this is definitely a throwback for me. I remember watching this as a kid, but it's a revisit for me because I hadn't seen it basically since I was a kid. So there's a lot of stuff that I forgot or either didn't pick up on because I was a kid. So how about you, Saul? I had not, but I had seen a video where they listed like 10 or 13 underrated movies that you should watch. And this was on it. So when I saw that on it and we decided to do this movie, I was excited because not only is it Wes Craven, but it's one of his lesser known movies. So I was excited. So this was my first time watching this movie. I'm, I'm a little disappointed in you, Saul. I'm not going to lie, because this was my movie as a kid. Like, I pretended to be full. Like, I was going to escape that <laughs> fucking house. Like, that was me. I was so into this movie as a kid. And I was not the Alice character. Nope. I was like, fuck that. I'm going to beat these old white people up and get the fuck out know, of this when, house. I know. When I was a kid, I'm like, <laughs> I was like 12. So I'm like, I was like around fool's age when I saw this movie. Yeah. So I'm like, where, where are these people that I can just go find gold coins I, and shit? This like, movie, yeah. though, this movie scared the the ever-loving shit out of me because I saw it way too young. Way, way too young. I wasn't even 10 when this came out, so I don't <laughs> remember the first time I watched it, but it's definitely one of those. It's like the first that give you the first true scare of the, the, yeah. the first taste of your first horror movies. Oh, yeah, this movie scared the shit out of me. See, I was a little disappointed now that I look back on that I didn't watch it then. Because I know what happens a lot is when you go back and watch movies that were released when you were a kid and you watch them as an adult and they really don't sit well with you. This one actually did with me. I thought it was going to be, oh, it's going to age, but I can feel the nostalgia in it not watching it. I'm like, man, if I would have watched this as a kid... It would have just brought everything back around full circle, but I love this movie. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. I mean, it's got Brandon Quinton Adams, right? Who so was we... in all of our childhood stuff. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Saul, you first. What movie Mighty do you Ducks. think? Mighty Ducks? Uh, Mighty okay. Ducks was Mighty mine, Ducks. too. I, for yeah. me, it's Sandlot. I don't know why. It's always Sandlot. Sandlot. Yeah, I always well, just I remind him from Sandlot. I think I saw Mighty Ducks before Sandlot, but yeah, it's I probably did, one of those. too, but for some reason, I he just... Sandlot always comes to mind first. And I've seen him in Mighty Duck. I've seen him probably in a hundred things, but that's the one that just yeah. always Sandlot for me. No, when Paul and I met years ago, he told me he wasn't into the Mighty Ducks because brown people didn't play hockey. We don't. <laughs> it's not our sport. All right? it's Literally not, what he told me. Not, uh, <laughs> not representative of my uh, skin tone, my, my melatonin level, we'll say. It's not a. It's, not, it's, not clo it's not closer a to tropic person, than, than Icelandic, yeah. we'll say. But they did bring one in in the second one, though. They even did. though he was what? Yeah, they, yeah. But but still, though, I'm yeah. kind of with on Paul's side, though. But Well, we all yeah, know how I, that turned out for Goldberg's part. Oh, poor so. Goldberg. All right. Anyway, <laughs> getting back to the people under the stairs and the masterpiece that it is. One of the things that make Wes Craven my absolute favorite horror director. And it's probably why I have such a, a lust for Lauren Gore. But the opening scene, 
here in this movie with the tarot cards, you automatically throw you into the lore and it gives yeah. you just like this backstory. And, and really, it's not even a backstory on the kid, but it's, it's just explaining of, his journey. And it's like a lot how of foreshadow, too, yes. for me, especially the fool card when mm -hmm. it's focused on that. And they're really they spend that last like part of that scene just focusing on the fool card. And like, what's he going to do? Got to go this yep. way. Got to go that way. Yeah. Yes. Fucked either way. And it's, it's, it's a literally his you know, lot in life in this fucking crack house that mm -hmm. they're paying God knows how much yeah. for. But that, yeah, that was the thing for me. It was like the, uh, when Ving Rhames character, Leroy, um, and let me just actually go back a second because Ruby, his sister is played by Kelly Jo Winter. Yes, and another yes. person you've seen in a million mm -hmm. things, but, she was uh, in a yes. nightmare summer school child. and nightmare five is what yeah. I always remember her from. So anyway, we get to Leroy offering, fool a job we'll say and then immediately the next shot is him walking with a paper bag through his apartment complex <laughs> and the first time i saw this i'm like okay he's just making him run drugs like he just turned the kid into a drug <laughs> mule so i'm like all right that makes sense yeah. it's an easy way for fool to make some money but then he was like i'm like oh you live there like this is the place you guys pay for like no one else I in this know. building no one else in this building is paying there i trust me they they yeah. even they said say like we only have yeah. one more paying person in this building i know and when he's walking through the building he's like hey fool you, you guys get evicted i was like bitch you don't have a home why are you <laughs> that's why he's concerned he's like evicted. shit you guys got evicted where are we gonna go now <laughs> where are we gonna live yeah. where can we squat if they're gonna tear all these fucking buildings down <laughs> Uh, that's the thing that makes yeah. That's the thing that it makes sense to me. Is you got all these squatters, you got all these crackheads or whatever need to be in this building, but yet they're the only people that are paying rent. And that's funny because when we watch this movie, and like you said earlier, Saul, going back and watching it as you know you've grown up and you're an adult now. I was watching him walk through that building and I was like, have I never noticed that Wes Craven like doesn't know how to write like the ghetto? And maybe that's yeah. what he was going. But then later on, they're like, no, these people made it so bad that they, you know what yeah. I mean? Like they, they yeah. answer for it. And I was like, okay, that's, that's fair. <laughs> but yeah, that caught me up for a second. I was like, I don't remember him doing that anywhere else. But no, it was just my, my age coming yeah, back to this I, It movie. definitely is yeah. a, a combination of the, you know, slum lords and yeah. you know, just what they've made, basically made the, the neighborhood into basically, mm -hmm. so they can get rid of everything. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so he's got a job, but Ruby gets mad at Leroy. He's like, he's a good kid. He wants to be a doctor. Okay, yeah, I'm sorry, but yeah. Okay, I'm sorry, but Leroy had a point. He's like, you can't afford rent. No, no, not <laughs> okay. Not even that. That's about like, how are you going to pay for medical? School, how are you yeah. going to pay for medical? School? No, it's, nope, it's even it's even more like um, Ruby. You, you can't you can't sex your way into medical school for fool. Like, mm, yeah, it's like this. is this is not a long-term career. Like, come on, we need to rob these people. I know, and I, even though he was, yeah, because even though he was being a dick, he was listing off legitimate reasons because he's yeah. saying you can't pay the rent, you can't pay for your mama's medicine, you can't pay for this. How the hell are you gonna pay for medical school, which we all know is expensive as hell? But I love when he's like, "This is somebody who deserves to be robbed," and they both stop. Yeah. They're like, "Okay, well, okay, who, <laughs> who, and then." <laughs> and even after he tells him who it is, Ruby's like, no, I've heard bad things about him. Don't yeah. mess with yeah. him. The neighborhood knows. Like, yeah. he, later when grandpa shows up, he's like, nope, this is what I heard. Here's the thing that confused me with the grandpa. I thought he was kind of like the rent taker at the beginning because you, uh, at the beginning when you see him later on with the, with the coins. Yeah, they don't, they don't explain it right away when he's yeah. just sitting at the table all of a sudden. <laughs> no, because I, I yeah. 
I, even in that scene, I was like, what the fuck? Grandpa's like a coin expert now? Like, why would yeah. he know all this shit, like, randomly? And in the trivia, yeah, said, also, like, those coins were only worth, like, $708, like, in 1991. <laughs> well, so, yeah, like, that's that not back. even that much. Like, yeah. Well, factor in inflation, I mean, $708 probably back in 1991 was a lot of money. I mm. guess, but not as much as him saying, like, you have to pay rent till 1990, or no, he said from to, until two, 2000 or whatever. Yeah. So we get our first glimpse right after they talk about robbing the guy who really deserves to be robbed. We get the first glimpse of the man and the woman of no, the it's, film. it's mommy and daddy. It's mommy and daddy. It's mommy and daddy. Yeah. Or if we really want to be, it's Eldon Robeson, and I don't know her name. They never say her name. They didn't say her. They didn't say her name. Yeah, but and well, then we also meet their daughter, Alice, and it's not really their daughter, but it's, which we find out later. We, yeah, we find out much later. But we also see that something's not quite right. And it's not even just the the uneasiness of the two and kind of their domineering tones. But it's also that we see Alice has been feeding the thing in between the walls again. And we get our first glimpse at Roach. Yeah. Who we've seen in a bunch of other stuff. Too. Oh, yeah. Like, as soon as I saw him, I'm like, I know I've seen him. And then Kim was like, I know him from Twister. But to me, he just had that. I know I've seen him in a bunch of other movies, but he just has that quintessential look. Like once you know who he we is, saw, like yeah. So you just watched him in Idle Hands when we did that podcast. Yeah. Man, so come <laughs> yeah. on. he's a cop. He this was actually his uh, film debut. He was supposed was to be it? playing. Yes, he was supposed to be playing like a sixteen-year-old, but he was actually like twenty-four or twenty-seven at the mm-hmm. time. It was actually his first yeah, I movie that. he was ever in. Well, he's got that kind of frame, though. He can play. He does. He can play younger. He does look young. So, I mean, he probably when what when he did Idle Hands, he was like thirties or something. Yeah, he was supposed had to, to be, be like two years older than <laughs> Devin Sawa. Yeah, but this movie, I mean, even the man Everett McGill is that his name? Yeah, Everett McGill. We already did a podcast about him. He was in Silver yeah. Bullet. Yeah. Oh, so take it back just a little bit, Andrew. You're gonna hate me for this, but before I even saw who he was. And I saw him kind of doing that little laugh or whatever it may be. And I was like, this better not be Hucklebilly. Hucklebilly. <laughs> I looked at Kim oh. and I told her, like, this better not be Hucklebilly. I saw the blonde hair. I saw the skinny, scrawny guy running around. And I immediately thought, okay, this better not be Hucklebilly. <laughs> yeah, he didn't have any sleeves. So <laughs> I can see it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the, the total domineering tone of even like... Just that one scene you get that it's so the whole movie is just filled with tension. And that's one thing that Wes Craven just does so much of. But the whole movie just keeps you on the edge of your seat with the way the two man and woman are and the way that mommy and daddy Daddy are (laughs) and the way that Alice is so uncomfortable and just everything about the scene looks normal but feels off. Yeah, that's the one thing about it though. They played it off really, really well. Because, like I said, I didn't see this before, but they gave off that so weird vibe that later on you find out they're brother and sister, but initially you think they're they're married, and then when you find out they're actually brother and sister, it just makes it that much creepier. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, especially some of the one-liners they have in like in when like scenes are transitioning and it's like you're not really supposed to be paying attention to them anymore but they say a few yeah. things like there's random yeah. lines and I'm like what like that's that, this whole podcast is going to be just me being like I love Wes Craven <laughs> because I do I just love about what he does because yeah. he thinks about all those little details that, that even if it's not the focus of something just everything that Wes Craven puts into his films adds to it there's, adds there in seems some like there's way. a it seems like there's a purpose to what he did. Mm-hmm. And, children, and, and then once 
children should be seen, not heard. <laughs> and then when when you put stuff in there, it's in there for a purpose. And when you see everything unfold and when you get to the end of the movie, everything makes sense on why he did what he did. And yeah. he he does that with lines too, because the, the yeah. line that where he where they come in and they're talking about uh, she's feeding Roach and all that, and you know he tells her they rob the liquor store again and this and that, and yeah. I have a headache, and you're like, um, that line that mommy gives where she's like, remember not to bruise her face, and just walks away. Yeah. And it's like, oh, like this is just normal for them. And, and then yeah, like, you just oh. see yeah. the it just sinks fear into like another, and it just sinks into another level. The the scenes between mommy and Alice. Especially the bathtub scene. Okay, let's talk oh, about yeah. mommy and Alice's relationship. Uh, I want to talk the about movie, the right? bathtub scene later. Cause... Okay, but the 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 scenes between them, I was like, there's some serious like mommy dearest vibes. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So we'll get into the bathtub scene a little bit later. But I'm like, yeah, it, it's it's just such the dynamic that they have that I think is just. I mean, it's wonderful acting between the two of them. And I know, yeah. I know, mommy is batshit crazy, but her lipstick and her hair are on fucking point. Okay, <laughs> like, yeah. like she's oh, got the yeah. hair, she's got those lips, those high arching eyebrows. I'm like, look at you with this look. I need it. There's a, <laughs> there's definitely like they are on their game. Like they've got their their con and their cover story and everything. They've got it on point mm-hmm. to where it's like, yeah. Even later when she radios, like the cops are here, and she's like, boom, I gotta go get changed, and yep. we gotta look like normal fucking people, and mm-hmm. she had. She had all the right answers for those cops just to be like, no, yeah. it was this or no, we were fine. Or, oh, we already did that. Like, no need. Like, she knew exactly what to say to get them to leave. And I'm like, you've done this a million times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To be able to, like, take that many kids and all that, I'm like, they've got this down to a science. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, we're not getting caught. We know what we're doing. And let's just stick to that. Yeah. I wrote. I wrote down, much like the furniture, this cover story and this, like, you know, false persona has been passed down from generation to generation. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. This is deeply inbred in them. <laughs> <laughs> you see what I did there? Yes, I want to take, take it back just a little bit about the dynamic with Alice and Mommy. When we, when, like I said, I love, I love this because I got fresh eyes on it because I saw this for the first time. But did you guys get the vibe of she was treating that mommy was treating Alice more like a doll rather than an actual person? Well, that's the kind of thing that they did with all of them. And that's why later on when they're talking about the kids in the basement, she's like, well, daddy just cut out the bad parts. Yeah, we're trying to find the the perfect one. So, I mean, to me, like, yeah, to your point, like, it's almost like, you know, the uh, the porcelain dolls or like, you know. Especially yeah. the way that she's like, I, I worked on this dress, like I'm doing. It's always like these big fancy dresses and stuff like that and everything. So I'm like, I'm like, she really is like, she she wants the quote unquote perfect daughter, but it's basically yeah. like you're saying, it's a living doll that she's just playing with, and like, yeah. And I think that's why she's so easily like, they can both go to hell. Like, oh, I just fucking kill her. Like, when she gets to that point at the <laughs> yeah. end. Yeah. Well, I mean, would they? They obviously wanted to do. They wanted a son. They were searching for a son, yeah. and that's why they have all those kids in the basement. And yeah. and the boys just never worked out. So it's kind of like they reluctantly took a daughter. Well, I don't know. I, because I, she know, was but... more pleasing, and so it became a whole different kind of dynamic after that is what I think happened. I don't know. I kind of, I kind of take it that they had the daughter, which they considered perfect enough that they didn't get rid of her or cut out any bad parts and throw her down with the rest of them. So I figure they're like we have we want one daughter, one son, and they just kept failing at getting the son. 
And they had this girl no. who was probably submissive enough that they just kept her. No, I've watched this movie so many times, Paul. She says, they searched for a perfect boy for a long time and couldn't find one. Okay. So and they settled for the daughter. So they took, so I don't remember then they, they found said, me and, and I she don't. She says, and then they found me? Yes, I and I don't, I don't speak evil. I don't see evil. I don't hear evil. Well, she just that's learned. That's that whole thing. Yeah, and that's the way well, it goes. They, that's then, yeah, the line. Then, yeah. then it makes sense that. You beat the shit out of your silver medal or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> like, pretty much. Your bronze medal. You're mm-hmm. like, we had to settle for your ass, so you better be perfect. Exactly. And plus, who knows the dynamic between crazy psycho mommy oh. and her actual mother? Yeah. Or aunt or whatever. <laughs> aunt what, mommy, yeah, whatever I don't they were. Know. Sister, <laughs> you don't know. Like, yeah. But now they're on okay. to the house. They're casing this joint now. Fool and Leroy and Spencer are all on the prowl to see what this house holds. Yeah, they had Spencer. And they were ready. They were ready for him too. That's the. That's what was the little thing that was surprising is they weren't buying Fool's story about him trying to get into that house. Yeah, they had. Uh, Spencer had that bear cub uniform on the red, like in the red, like he was ready to go with everything. Spencer man. had the electrician one too, ready to go, or the gas yeah. company or whatever. Uh, he had that yeah, little. Gas company, yes. Hey, even uh, Leroy, like Spencer's as slippery as a snake. Oh yeah, but like, no, he worked yeah. his way in there. It wasn't so much that they were ready for them; they were just ready. They were ready yeah. for anything and anybody yeah. see, to I, come see, on I in. I don't even know if it was the fact that she wasn't fooled by Spencer or the fact that she's like, whatever, fuck it. I don't care. Just throw him down the No, I'm pretty sure she wasn't fooled by Spencer at all. I don't think she and was And that's why she looked way, back but... out the window after she let him in. Yeah, just to make sure. Yeah, because the thing about it, though, I think what kind of precursor to her that she knew he was up to something is when they focused on his skull ring. And she's like, oh, yeah, this guy's up to no good. Yeah. I wanted there to be a little bit more of the... The Uncle Buck mail slot gag when Fool was at the front door and he's like <laughs> knocking in yeah. the mail slot. I wanted to go back and forth for a little back bit. Back and forth for a little bit. Can we comment on how huge that fucking house was? I feel like I they used a... I feel like they used like three rooms, but the house was humongous. Huge, yeah. Yeah. Cause I know it was supposed to be a funeral home, but still I'm like, that is a fucking big ass house. Well if you think because about it, they... you need a place to like Display the body. You got to have a place for everybody to sit. Well, that, you got to have a place to have the viewing and just the little outside party. But that doesn't you know, make any excuse for the upstairs and all that shit. Well, the yeah. upstairs you would just live in. Else. You would oh, just yes. live in the upstairs. Think about because, uh, like said, House on Haunted Hill, how they their worked on one big. side their house and they lived big. on the other. Yeah, that was a half and half, <laughs> not a not a 90-10 split. Because before we found out that it was a, or before that I saw that it was a funeral home, where you go, you see Fool go up to the front door, knock on it, no answer, and then he goes off to the side and sees a door there with a doorbell. I'm like, okay, how rich do you have to be to where you have two front doors? And then I saw the the sign that it was a funeral home. Yeah, there's multiple entrances. That was the the side door where you bring the bodies in. Yeah, <laughs> the yeah. body delivery place. Yeah, so I go up around the back, over by the pond. Uh, but they finally get into this house. Well, Leroy busts the house's cherry, as he so delicately puts well, it. Well, he did say he was going to be the secretary of pussy. So. <laughs> <laughs> they think Spencer has gone into the house and has now slipped out with the golden hand. So Leroy says, fuck it, let's go in. They get in there. He didn't even freaking wait, though. He no, like... he didn't. Well, they saw the lady leave. They saw the lady leave. Yeah. And like, where the fuck did Leroy or where the fuck did Spencer go? Wait, did you say yeah. Spencer found a golden hand? 
What? There was a golden what? hand? A golden coin. You said the Spencer left with the golden hand. No, they left with the gold <laughs> in hand. I didn't hear what you said. Okay, <laughs> uh. here's my thing. Even as a kid, I was like, what dumbass would just park in the fucking driveway with some people you're trying yeah. to rob? Yeah, they like, weren't really good at that. How does it make any fucking sense at all? Here's something that I wanted to bring up a little bit later, though, but I wanted to mention later what makes sense to me now is I was getting Home Alone vibes from it because remember how they would always park their car right in front of the house. The sticky how, bandits uh, or the wet bandits? Yeah, the sticky bandits. Yeah, the wet bandits. <laughs> the wet bandits. First, how they would park yeah. in front of the house, which conveniently they had a van, so I was getting Home Alone vibes, and I'll bring up the other Home Alone vibes I got a lot later in the movie. The brick, yeah. <laughs> Not just the brick scene, but the... Uh, <laughs> Not That's Home Alone scene, 2, you but bastards. The, uh, <laughs> but the, whatchamacallit, the, the door. Which the door? The electricity door? Oh, yeah, door. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, they go into this house, and right away, after Leroy gets that door open, and that whole, like, window thing slides, I'm like, nope, nope. <laughs> that is highly suspect. This is already as an adult, a bad idea. <laughs> yes, like, as an adult yeah. now in in my 30s, I'm like, no, don't go in there. And, and Leroy immediately realizes it was a bad idea as well. Mm-hmm. He does. Is this that when the dog comes? Yes, the dog comes and I wrote down, who knew Rottweilers were so sensitive about your mama cat jokes? <laughs> <laughs> But after they deal with the dog by basically locking themselves into the house because they block their one exit. Well, hey, as far as the they, dog, <laughs> as far as they know, there's still a front door they can I leave guess. from. But yeah. you get the first like v- their first view of the kitchen, and again with Wes Craven and his attention to details, when there's a shot of Fool looking around the house, and they center on this window. And it shows just a pile of dead flies, and there's this one fly trying to get out. I'm like, look, even the dead flies can't get out of this house. (laughs) Yeah. There's no way out. Yep. And then... The flies can't get out, you can't get out. Fool is left on his own to just watch and to be the lookout, basically. And he hears a mysterious thumping coming from the basement. It was the deep. Well, then what? He goes investigate because he thought it was Spencer. He what? sees Spencer stuff on yeah, the stairs after the, he looks yeah. down into the basement. And he finds basement. his trusty lighter that's going to save his ass more mm-hmm. than once in the rest of this fucking movie. Uh, I, yeah. wrote, I wrote a note that the, this basement scene, this ben- basement tension got me as a kid. Like, I still remember, like, how many times I jumped watching this movie. Like, just that one scene where the fucking flashlights come on and all the little random yelling that you hear from behind. It when is you first get your, yes, uh, that when I first saw that, <laughs> terrified me terrified me as a child like i was like fuck get out of there Run, fool! Yes. that thing like that piece of horror cinema worked on me so kudos to Wes craven i do and i do love the fact that fool doesn't get i mean there's no way for fool to get like a proper introduction to who these people are or that they're even trying to help him at any no, point and i love that he's such a kid because yeah. he's like who is that who Who's that? Spencer? Yeah. <laughs> well, fuck you that. It's like, please, please. I love tell okay. me who I love are. that he, when he runs up and he stops and he has that he has that moment where he's like if he repeats the line at Leroy, he's like, Are you just too stupid or too chicken chicken shit for this, you yeah. know, line of work or whatever? Yeah. And for some okay, I have to admit, anytime I hear the word chicken shit, I automatically think of Monster Squad. I automatically go to the <laughs> little girl saying, Come on, guys, don't be chicken shit. 
he descends into the basement and you see really how crazy these people are. well you don't actually see how crazy these people are until you hear how fucking crazy yes. they are with just the yeah. weird moaning and the weird moaning and you find out what happens to poor spencer he is laid on the floor he is turned white his hair is turned white and for a long time ladies and gentlemen i believed that was a thing <laughs> you get scared to death and you yes, turn white i was like yep okay. totally could happen okay you, you're so you're saying you don't think that's a thing I looked it up because of this podcast, and it is not mm-hmm. a thing. <laughs> do you mean? Do you mean actually dying? Scientifically, or the, or the... the hair white thing is not a thing. Really? Yes, you cannot be scared. You cannot lose pigment okay, that way. Because I, okay, I met an old man that was in World War II, and I used to work when I was like really young. It was like a retirement home thing, right? And he told us that he was on fucking Normandy, like he was D-Day and shit, right? Yeah. And he was like. I ran out and, you know, I did what I had to do and all that. He's like, but my hair turned white. And he's like, I was scared as shit. My hair turned white. And ever since then, he's like, I was 22 years old. Hair's been white ever since. Well, science says that guy's a liar. Well. <laughs> go fire that old man. Well, you know what? He's a World War II vet. Even if he made that up, then I don't yeah. fucking care. Right? Um, hey, yeah. yeah. This was like 20 years ago, so that if guy's he wants, long If gone. he wants to say that's why he has white hair, and more him. power to him. You know what? Hey, he has earned I, that stripe. I'm fine with that. But yeah, no, I was <laughs> I was very sad and disappointed when I looked that up before we recorded this podcast because I was like, I have to make sure that that's not actually true before I say Okay. I believed it for but, 90% but of But if somebody life. scares you and you have a heart attack, is that not still you were scared to death? No, I'm not saying that you can't get scared to death. You're to saying death. the, the you white, white hair, hair part. Yeah, the white really? hair part is the thing. Because you can't, it, science oh, okay. says your your hair can't lose pigment that fast. Huh. I don't know. Oh, okay. So, yeah, that really disappointed me. Anyway, I can see it's going white. Right. Uh, that's a lie. Further studies are needed. <laughs> Agree to disagree. (laughs) I always loved the house setup completely. Like, not even so much like just okay. Why is it a cellar? What's the difference between a cellar and a basement? I don't get that. I've never had either. So I think it's just depending on what people call it. If there's if there's a floor or not, because that was all dirt on the bottom. Well, even if I looked it up, it says a basement is the floor of a building which which is partly or entirely entirely below ground level. A cellar is a room below ground level in a house that is often used for storing wine or coal or is used for a specific purpose. Oh, so it is a cellar because it's a funeral home. So maybe that was a coal furnace or something down there. Maybe, but they also had like the embalming place down there. So there was a specific use in the cellar. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I guess. I don't know. Yeah. So they're almost the same thing. Uh, then the other thing I saw that if more than half of the floor height is above ground level, it is a basement. If less than half is above ground, it's a cellar. So it's just little small technicalities, but yeah, yeah. So you're full underground or half underground? That's kind of stupid. Yeah. Why should there be? Yeah. yeah. There's no need for two words. The English language is stupid. <laughs> well, we're in Arizona where we don't have cellars no, or basements. No, nope, we don't need them. But this is the first point that you kind of see that the people under the stairs are kind of not as terrible as you would think because they see Spencer, but a flashlight leads fool to the gold in his hand. Where did Spencer get the gold is my question. I've always wanted to know. I want I want a scene where I see how Spencer dies. Right? Like, I, I want that whole yeah. thing. Like I want to see him find the gold and I want to see him get scared to fucking death. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the scene we're the fucking thing- missing. 
I agree with Paul. I do want to see how he could get that because what you find out later where the gold is, how did he find that if he didn't go through the room where the kids were? See, the theory that I came up with was that maybe he saw Roach. Roach came mm-hmm. out to see him, talk to him, or quote-unquote talk to him, and then maybe <laughs> Roach gave him with the coin, right? So that's why he Good. had it, yeah. but then the other people under there scared the shit out of him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, because Roach pops back out and scares Fool in this scene as well. Yeah, and then later as we yeah. come to find out, Roach has got that bag of the other coins yeah, as well. So that's, so. Yeah, that could have happened. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, that make so sense. Fool gets freaked out by Roach, which I, I totally understand. I mean, he doesn't have a tongue, and he's a very dirty child. He and... didn't know that he didn't have a tongue yet. <laughs> exactly, yeah, so it's just this man yelling. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, if you're that's a 13... a little scary. If you're a 13-year-old kid, and you're doing your first B&E, and there's a weird guy that's mm-hmm. pale under the fucking... Yeah. <laughs> that pops out of the wall... Like, then yeah, you'd be a little scared. Another okay, thing. Okay, why why do the people get under the stairs get treated better than fucking Alice, right? Because Alice has never been outside, as we come to find out before. I mean, since yeah. she's been there anyway, yeah. for as long as she can remember, hasn't been outside. But the fucking people under the stairs, they get food, they get fucking flashlights, and obviously batteries. And the one was just <laughs> watching fucking daytime TV. Yeah. And was just watching the fucking, like he's got TV and all this stuff. But they live in the dark. They need flashlights. They get raw meat as food. So Alice okay. at least gets cooked food and lives upstairs and but sleeps she's in a bed. Never, she's never <laughs> seen TV. She's never been outside. Neither have they. That's not true. How do you know? We don't know that. They watch TV all the fucking time. That's not outside. Yeah, but they still don't be outside. They watch TV and she's never been outside is what I'm saying. She doesn't yeah. get to watch TV. Those two aren't equivalent, Paul. She doesn't get to watch TV <laughs> is what I'm saying. Do you think they let her watch TV? She knows nothing of the outside world. She gets to make so dolls. So she doesn't get to watch TV. That's her only pastime in life mm-hmm. is playing with Roach making, and making the dolls. Making the dolls. Basically making the voodoo dolls of like the lost people souls. that come in here. Yeah. Yeah, when Roach, or when, uh, Roach and Alice and them have that scene where it's like after she gave him the doll or whatever, I'm like... And she explains all the dolls, the lost souls and all that. I'm like, so, bitch, you gave me a voodoo doll of myself like you expected me to die? Which is really what it is. Because she's like, well, everybody else died. Well, Why she wouldn't? did expect I mean, she already like, made one for Leroy. She made one for Spencer. Well, they actually did die already. But they come like, in the house, they die. That's well, pretty as soon much as, as soon what as she, she saw assumes. Them, she's, like, she's like, oh, people outside. I better get started with dolls. Well, I need orange and I need blue. <laughs> I know. She's quick, man. She's Cinderella. That yeah, she that's could, what I was about to could, say. She's fast. She could come out of this thing and get mm-hmm. a very lucrative of like seamstress, seamstress job, job or yeah. like be a fashion designer so she's set mm-hmm. well she'll get yeah. some of the money too i'm sure yeah but then mommy and daddy return and fool runs upstairs to alert leroy and yeah the leroy dead fake out totally got me as a kid too it did to I me, got me yeah. too. it got it, me as a it, kid for sure mm-hmm. it got you as an adult song <laughs> it got me i'm like this dude's not like scared me i'm like he's dead yeah like, what the fuck is he just sitting yeah. there laying on the ground for with his face Facing into the the door, I know. Like, I, I love like, how he's like. I heard something. Go in here. <laughs> like what? I'm not like, getting Fuck you! I'm going in there. <laughs> I already found a gold coin. I'm gonna fuck out. I know. And then yeah. he he's. Like, I love how he's like. You thought Spencer was white before. <laughs> you should yeah. see him now. See that sucker now. <laughs> uh, but then Fool gets Loki electrocuted by the door, and then Leroy drags his ass around the living room for a while. This poor child just gets battered throughout this whole yeah. movie. 
Hey, he works for that fucking gold. He does. Man. He earns it. Yeah. Okay. That, so, was, that did crack me up though when he did when he did get shocked and he just he had no regard for his safety. He didn't even check to see if he was okay. He, was he like, just lays on, on the floor. Like, yeah. For a good like three minutes before he just drags him away into the living room. Get up, fool. Uh, but then they, uh, I called it the Guardians of the Galaxy to hurt Prince with the door. <laughs> yeah. He, he touches the door and it goes through Leroy into the oh, dog. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I, I thought it was funny before that when, when they get the door open enough to send Prince in and he runs in yeah. there and Leroy's big plan is like, you stand here, I'm going to hide behind the couch and then I'll come out and bust his ass, right? The dog yeah. comes in and he's like, What's up, fool? You seen Leroy? And just stands there. <laughs> yeah, he does. Yeah. And then he's like, what's going on? And like when Leroy pops out, that's when the dog's like, all right, motherfucker, we're going to finish this. That dog isn't stupid. He's like, I, that's not the one I want. I want fool the other one. fooled me, mm-hmm. so he's cool yeah. for now. Yeah. I'm putting him to the back burner. <laughs> uh, another, but one of those little uh, comments that Mommy makes when they finally do get the door open, oh, and she's like, yeah. "Make it safe make for it mommy. mommy." I'm like, "Ew, make it ew. safe for mommy." <laughs> no, even if you're saying that to an actual child, it just sounds gross. Like, no, yeah. don't say that. What's wrong the with you? The thing that did have that this movie did have it had a lot of those '90s weird, awkward one-liners. <laughs> yeah, fool had some great one-liners. He too. did. Yeah. Uh, fool though, I can't tell if it was like they were trying to make him into an actual child because sometimes I'm like, fool, you need to shoot first and ask questions later. Like you need to yeah. stop <laughs> pausing and monologuing and just <laughs> you just need to oh, do yeah. some shit. See, but I I kind of equate that to being you know he's young and stupid still. Yeah, and he's not uh, like a hardened criminal. I mean, he's not. Someone that's been he's doing this kid. for a while. Like mm-hmm. he's still just a dumb kid. I mean, he still yeah, has. He's still a kid. He he lives in where he lives and has aspirations well, of being yeah. a doctor. So. And I think that's why those one-liners are in there because it's what a kid would think to say. You know, yeah. like I'm oh, trying yeah. to be cool here. I have to say something. Oh, like, plus it was the '90s, <laughs> yeah. man. Like how many like Stallone, yeah. Schwarzenegger movies? Oh yeah, like, everybody had a catchphrase. I mean, you, you had, had to have, have a one-liner back then. Yeah. Oh, but then when mom and dad get back into the house and they activate their automatic lock system where the doors all close as a child, I was like, that thing is so fucking cool. <laughs> that, I thought those. that too. I was like, that is pretty badass. <laughs> Until we get like no room. Find your own. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, fool. So it's into the walls for fool. And the walls are even creepier I in know. this house yeah. than the actual house itself. Even- even as a kid, I was like, why is there so much room in there? Like, yes. they are just yeah. running. I'm like, this is like a whole second house just inside the house. That's the thing about this movie is it's a horror movie that has, like, this adventure in it. Because yeah. it's a whole labyrinth in that fucking And you as world. a viewer, and you as a viewer are completely lost along with the Oh, characters. yeah. Because no, until that fool went back the second time, I was like, all right, I kind of know the layout more. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I know what to expect, like... Because even then, I think it adds more to it to where I'm like, don't go over there, you idiot. You're going to get trapped in that room again. You can't get out because the things are locked. I know. I love love his back and forthness. And even Alice, too. And it goes back to what you're saying about how they're just kids. Like, they can't make a choice and they need to make a choice because of their own fear. And eventually yeah. it shows that they both like come through it and they both get over that fear. But it's 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 used at perfect points for their characters. 
Yeah. All right. So let's talk about Leroy's death. And I love that when Leroy sees daddy or when they hear daddy talking about the gun or whatever, the caliber. He's like, that's a big ass fucking gun. Have you seen, seen the, the holes that the they holes make? They leave, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, oh, so that's what he he is kind of a dick, though. You never know if Leroy is a good guy or a bad guy, because even when he dies, like his last thing is run, fool. Like he's yeah. he's calling out to fool to run. Well, yeah, but, but he's he's a kid. And, and I think part of it is, you know. Even when Leroy kicked him out of the closet or whatever that was, and he was like, "Find your own place to hide" or whatever, he was like, "If anything happens, like the he, I think he was kind of like, if the guy sees a kid, he's not gonna kill him, and then maybe I can jump yeah. out and we can take this guy down or whatever." Mm. So yeah. I never thought kind of about like, that so way. Was, I was just always like, "Leroy, a Leroy is a dick adult." <laughs> Fuck you, man. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I, I think that, that I, I want to. I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. Well, I'm, see, I'm I saw this as a, a young kid, and I just always had that with me. Well. That's just the the. Thing I carried with me about Leroy, I guess he was just a shit adult. Is that why you don't like Ving Rhames this whole time? I never said I don't like Ving Rhames. You pushed fool out. (laughs) Damn you! If we ever meet Ving Rhames, we have to say this: Why didn't you let fool head with you? I I do. I do have the question for him though. Which the thing that I texted Paul was that was the second time a gimp has got him. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and I don't know. He does, yeah, he doesn't. What his deal, yeah, you find out later though that oh, what the, I keep getting confused on what to freaking call them. Do I call him man or do I call him dad matter. or whatever? Just whatever. Either just, way, yeah. Either way, man, you find out this is like a gimp. And when I realized, okay, he's a gimp, and then I put two and two together, I'm like, Vingrains has got issues with is, gimps. Is that the actual name for the people who wear those, or is that just what they called them in the Tarantino thing? Because I think you might no, be making they're called, a drug. No, they're called gimps. <laughs> they're that's, called gimps. That I mean, I don't know. If that's the actual thing, but I mean, com- I mean, I know from Tarantino, that's the characters wearing that same thing. So I mean, well, yeah, but is that what the suit is called? I don't, I don't know. Google gimps. Where see? So I'll, somebody needs to text. Uh, Kim. Somebody Kim. needs to text. Google gimps Kim. and see what this is. <laughs> I don't think she'll. But still, he he's had issues with S and M people yeah. in two movies now. Yeah. He doesn't mix the S and M. One killed him and one got him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So after Leroy's death, Fool meets Alice for the first time, and she's kind of helped him along with his voodoo doll, <laughs> his lost soul that hasn't left him yet. Follow the yeah. voodoo doll. <laughs> but she basically explains that nobody's getting out of this house. She's like, people have tried, but nobody's gotten out. And he's like, no, no, I'm a whole other thing. <laughs> you ain't never like, heard of me, baby. Out. I can get out. You've never seen a brother before? She's, that was a little yeah. bit of a cheesy dialogue, though. Because, yeah, he, like, he tries to play it off like that. But I, I don't know. I think he just found hey, a little cheesy. But Fools from the street, man. That's how they talk. Yeah. And, he, yeah, that's when she's like, she's like, people have tried to get out. And he's like, the people in the cellar? <laughs> She's like, yeah, those guys, those guys down there, you know, they get flashlights and some sort of food. I don't know. (laughs) They could be happy. Who knows? They get to watch TV. Yeah. See, I even wrote down the line here. Mommy and daddy looked for a long time to find the perfect boy child is what she says. So it's clear that they were looking for them beforehand. And I guess they never for the boy. Yeah. Why keep them alive, though, is my question then. I don't like, know. What's the point? Like, I don't. Maybe it's to get 
rid of the, the other bodies. Like I don't know, but he, he's but throwing he, them. Yeah, he throws them in. But that then he thing. just throws them in the, like a uh, septic tank or cesspool or whatever the fuck it was. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like, you know, he, Daddy doesn't make sense, but they're batshit crazy. Like, we're trying to make sense of someone of who's incestuous. Who's crazy? Yeah. yeah. Okay, never mind. Crazy as that Moving lady on. is. Her hair and lipstick are fabulous. There's that note. <laughs> nah. Well, at least at this point in the movie, they still have no you. idea that that fool's in even in the house. Remember? Oh yeah, they don't. They he, haven't seen him. They don't know yet because the oh. cops haven't shown up. And yep. he's like, okay, I wrote down um, after Alice goes and uh, she leaves. Right? He, she's like. Go in here and you'll be safe or whatever. And she has a line like, sometimes in is out. Yeah. And yeah. when Fool comes back in and he's trying to hide after the thing's locked or whatever, I'm like, only a fucking little kid would think that shower curtain thing would fucking work. I know. That's but I'm like, yeah. you really think like no one's going to look back there? But we get a little hilarity in these scenes or whatever. Was it, wait, is it now or is it later? It's later. It's Never later. Mind. Never mind. I'm thinking earlier. Yeah, the yeah. cops show up. And then that's when they unleash the dog. The dog hears Fool jump around upstairs. Yeah. Before they, point, they actually still think know, that, uh, yeah, yeah. Because so I think the, at that the, point they still think it's Roach. Because they, they say, Alice makes a point of saying that Roach got out and now he's in the walls and what's his face? Dad can't find him. And I love how she oh. smirks. If you're gonna call him Dad, you have to say Daddy. So you just say Man <laughs> or Daddy. No. You can't. You can't no. call him Dad. It's it's Man or Daddy. Daddy. No, I'm not calling him Daddy. <laughs> but the dog. I'm calling him Dude. The dog Prince, who was eating Spencer's hand. At the time. Uh, I'm sorry, but the dog Prince, I just kept hearing Prince in my head the whole fucking time. Prince? Like Prince Prince? (laughs) Purple Rain? Yeah. I was was like, this is what it sounds like when doves cry. (laughs) No, I have a joke later about a Prince song that comes into play when we we see some things from... uh... Okay. Oh, actually, when, when Fool goes into the wall one of the times and he sees where Prince's hideout is... Uh, So in the beginning when he first goes in there? Yeah, you see the little red carcass is what I wrote down. Oh, yeah, the rib cage. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Little red carcass. (laughs) There you go. And that dog was coming after Fool when he was trying to get out that little uh, into the wall thing, the vent thing. That dog was so mad. He was like... He was so mad that he wanted through that dog. Oh, yes. And then we get... Okay, uh, let's go back for a second because when the cops show up, and that's when they realize that fool is in there, and he sees she sees yeah. the bear cub uniform or whatever. I wrote down like, did he just sniff that kid's fucking shorts? He did. Yeah. Like he took a <laughs> he took a full whiff of those fucking things, he right? Did. And I'm like, what was the point of that? Because it's not like you're gonna bloodhound around the nope. fucking house for him. It's just to show how creepy no. they are. Yeah, and I'm like, all right, well that's cool. Like fool, get your ass out of there now. No, no. Yeah. Fool is full on badass here. That guy comes upstairs to find him and Fool straight punches Prince in the face. He punches Prince. I <laughs> cracked up laughing even <laughs> yeah. as a child yep. when that happened. He just wallows I was that like, dog yes! right in the like, face. He's like, fuck it. Boom. Mm-hmm. Right in the snout. I'm like, yes. And, and then, then when <laughs> daddy comes in, he fucking hits him over the head with that to- the the toilet, toilet lid? thing. Yeah. yeah. And says, yeah. come in here and I'm going to kick your ass. Come here again, motherfucker. <laughs> like, damn. That, fool ain't I, fucking around. I was fool. I was that bad man little kid. Like, fucking don't fuck with me. <laughs> Beat your oh, ass. Oh, okay. In a later scene, I'm going to mention another quick jab that fool gives. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He gives quite a few. Yeah, oh. he does. But Roach comes in and saves the day. He pulls Fool through the wall, 
Scares the shit out of fool, first of all. He does. He scares the yeah. shit out of fool and daddy, because yeah. daddy doesn't know what the fuck is going <laughs> <laughs> He just fucking takes off. And I love that he comes back and throws that rock or whatever right in the fucking head. So oh, like, yeah, with the slingshot? Yeah, yeah. Like, boom. Like, ah! <laughs> right in the head. Again, it's home alone. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and then you get really kind of the full view of the walls inside. Yeah, you get the a lot walls. more of the. I'm, I hesitate to call it crawl space because it's really like they're just fucking full speed running through around, a labyrinth. Like, it's, it's like a labyrinth. it's like basically most of a hallway. Like, it makes me think yeah. of. Uh, the Adams family, like how yes. they had inner workings of yeah. their house, like that's what it was to me. Oh yeah, Wait, especially it, that slide. The thing. slide thing yeah. with the dog goes down. I thought it was funny yeah. in that scene, like they're running through and everything, and then it's like they stop in the place where like Roach is staying, and Fool is like, "Oh, is this really like?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, "We gotta run!" Like, <laughs> he had that quick moment. He's like, "Yeah, this is where I was like, shit, we gotta go!" Like, yeah, I love it. <laughs> but this is where you get to see Roach's tongue cut out because after they they make. Prince go down that slide. Roach shows him the tongue, and I was so excited as a kid to see that because nobody yes. ever showed you it. Yeah, nobody ever like, showed yeah. you the thing. I know. I think I actually was like, I think I asked an adult, I'm like, is that really what it looks like? <laughs> They're like, I don't know. I've never seen someone with a tongue. I'm like, oh man. If you are a true scary nerd, there was one point during your childhood that you asked a question to an adult that made them very uncomfortable. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. It was always adults like, don't ask how they lost their eye. Like, that's the one thing I want to know about this. I just want to know that. I just want to know if I can see it because I want to know what it looks like. Like, what does it look like inside? You can't ask that. Why not? What if he? What if no one's ever asked him and he was like, I just would love know. to show someone, but no one asks. Know, it's rude. Why is it rude? If I just want to know, you told me to learn things. How am I supposed to know what it looks like unless I ask? It was a different. Exactly. Probably, like, I am inquisitive. We had no I'm internet curious. back then that could show these pictures <laughs> yeah. when I. Right, we couldn't Google shit. We had to ask our parents. Excuse me, sir. Mm. Get away from him. But like, don't do what I want. What you're gonna say? Like, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. So they find out that the boys have gotten to Alice because of the little voodoo doll she made that they had to give to Prince to get him on the slide. Mm -hmm. And they run in, and that's when all hell breaks loose. Um, Roach gets shot, I believe, at this point. And yeah. mommy is batshit crazy at Alice. And I think the line she puts is, you're like a viper in my bosom. This is where you get, and I, I don't like calling it the mommy dearest thing because people say mommy dearest because that's the only real thing that they have to compare it to because there aren't a lot of crazy women in you crazy know. mom movies. Yeah, there mean, aren't a yeah. lot. There aren't yeah. enough of them, to be honest. For how many <laughs> crazy ass moms? For how many there crazy are moms there are in the real world? There's, there there's, are not enough of crazy mom movies. There's not enough representation <laughs> of crazy moms on the cinema. But you get the full view of it when she's like total spring cleaning, <laughs> and she's yes. just and she shoves Alice into the blood. To clean it up, and, and just, she's. Just yeah. I wondered to myself. I'm like, was that like a like an accident that happened? Like it's just because, like I said before, like the dynamic between the two of them and their acting it was so like just brutally like real to you. Yeah. Like, it was so raw. Yeah. And the Wendy Roby, I believe her name is the one that played mommy. Um, she was just phenomenal in this character. So I'm like, I wonder she if was. it was like they were just going at it, and it was like, look, it's going to be real, it's going to be rough. Like, yeah, you know, and this then is she how I do her, it. Yeah. And it just was a little too far, and that that slip because I'm like, I don't 
Like, that looked like it was real. Like, I don't think that was planned. Yeah, probably not. No, she fell. She It was like, whoop. Like, she, she did that thing where she, it. Where like, she, she falls like, oh, on your shit. butt and you bounce back yeah, up a like, little bit. Like, and, and <laughs> like that's how hard if, she hit. Yeah, like, if it wasn't, <laughs> and if it wasn't planned, like, to her credit, like, she that's, just fucking yeah, kept you going can with fall, it. fall, yeah. Like, she kept going with it. It was like, fuck, don't ruin the shot. Don't ruin the scene. Let's just get up and do this. Like, Yeah. No, in the whole, that whole scene where she's just, Going at Alice like hard with the spring cleaning and that bath water, that bath water oh, scene. Yeah. scene like that. I could that I haunted feel me the pain. as a child. As a child, that scene stuck with me. Seeing a mom throw a kid yeah. into boiling water like that, like that was one of those things. Like as you're a kid, you're just like walking along, and you're like, remember that scene where she threw her in the boiling water, and it's just like you're like, fuck. Now I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to take baths anymore. <laughs> it's just one of those things that would just randomly reoccur to me as a kid. I'm like, oh. <laughs> you see a bathtub and you get flashbacks like, no. Yeah, and just like, and she's just, like, poor Alice, because she's just like, it's hot. Just like, she's just scrubbing her with that brush, even that brush. Oh, yeah. I'm like, put the brush down. Ugh. And I was like, nope, I'd throat punch that bitch. Like, she's got a sick throat. Just, I don't know, mm, man. Just right just in fucking, the throat. Yeah. So poor fool has got to clean up Leroy and uh, help drag him down the fucking Mm -hmm. cellar stairs. And then he gets thrown in with the people under the stairs and is about to get fucking eaten. And I want to say this. From here on out, I'm going to refer to one specific guy under the stairs. The sweater. As the Cato Kalen Chud. And I want to make clear (laughs) that I'm calling him the Cato Kalen Chud because I'm referring to Bud the Chud from Chud 2. So that look, <laughs> not the look from the original Chud. So the Cato Kalen Chud is when we first meet him. The one in the sweater and the sweatpants that gets away at the end. Yeah. Like, the long hair. Yeah. Yes. The, the glorious yeah, locks. The Cato yeah. Kalen one, yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we get to meet the Cato Kalen Chud for the first time, and it's like... They're about to fucking go to town on Fool. They're oh, like, before though, when Fool, when Daddy is putting Fool into the pen, and that that was, I really thought as a kid, like they didn't tell Brandon Quinton that those weren't real people because, like, <laughs> as a kid, I was like, he's terrified. Don't put him in there. Like his little voice when it, he's like, don't put me in there. I'm like, oh god, please don't. Why are we doing this? <laughs> yes, as a kid, I totally was like, nope. They lied to him and told him those were real. <laughs> Because <laughs> like, that's how that's how good of an actor I thought that kid was when I was a kid. Well, I'm sure I'm sure it's a lot easier when you are fucking twelve or thirteen and you like you see those guys for the first time on yeah. set and like when you see yeah. the actual set and like everything's like full like camera ready and you're like holy shit like, yeah this is... t- oh, that and then you got though. yeah and you got the flashlights just mm-hmm. wandering aimlessly and you're like fuck yeah so. I wrote down too, because um, we get Roach to come out and save Fool, and I was like, I love how he scares the people under the stairs away. No, I, I wrote down, did did Roach crawl through the cesspool to pull a fucking crocodile Dundee on their asses? Oh, I was, I said he made a fake zombie. <laughs> no, did, you, remember, zombie you remember in Crocodile Dundee where he gets that kangaroo and starts shooting the poachers? <laughs> <laughs> he pulled the crocodile Dundee on their asses with this. You which which croc- crocodile Dundee may have come after this movie? I don't fucking remember. But, but I'm saying crocodile I'm saying Dundee. Roach saw Crocodile Dundee on the fucking TV when it wasn't Desert mm. Storm footage, so he knew what the fuck he was doing. Yep. Yeah. And Roach, even though he's dying, saves 
fool and shows him the way through the house and tells yeah. him where Alice is. He's like, go get Alice because Roach and Alice were friends. Yeah, it's her brother, man. I know. It's all her brothers. Yeah. I was Kate so okay. She fed him. I'm Roach. not. Okay. Okay. As a child, I bawled when Roach died. I cried my little girl tears. <laughs> I cried my eyes out. I was so sad. I was like, no, he was just trying to help. I know. Yeah, okay, it is pretty sad. I don't. I mean, I probably didn't cry when I was a kid yeah. when I saw it, but it is well, really again, sad. Well, again, I was like, under 10 when I saw okay. it. <laughs> it is really sad because you're like, you love the fact that Roach is like, fuck you, daddy. Like, what are you going to yeah. fucking do, yep. man? Like, he made it out. Too, he's like, lived a life. Like, he's got some sort of form of his own He has self. his own room, man. Yeah. He's decorated. He's got yeah. lights. And mm-hmm. he's like, I'm getting out. And I just wanted to, like, fool be like, you help me get out. I'll help you out. Like, because I truly believe, like, if they, like, a fool would have gotten out. And oh, he would have helped, he helped all of them. He would have helped all of them. Because, I mean, obviously he does because yeah. he comes back or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Yeah, it is pretty heartbreaking that fucking Roach just just eats it there and i'm like and then later i was like um when fool crawls back in there and i'm like oh sorry roach i had to crawl over your you know burnt carcass and all that to get yeah. out and all yeah. That. yeah no poor roach and even even roach as he's dying is just trying to get alice because he tells fool to go get alice yeah. like that's his last thing he gives fool the gold and yeah. then he tells him to go get alice. here's money mm-hmm. go get alice you can do this fool mm-hmm. there's a way yeah. out just keep going up and now it's into the vents, which is an even tighter squeeze than the fucking walls. Because this oh, movie, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of room in there still, though. For a kid, I guess. You know. just, I mean, I don't know. A full fucking Rottweiler went up there, though. I don't know how big Rottweiler. Here's the thing there. about that house, though, that I do have to mention is not only of it being a big giant ass house. If you have enough space for where you can walk around in it. And all those vents and everything. That was a lot of freaking wasted space. It is. So you can imagine how much more bigger that fucking house could have been. <laughs> they, they don't have, they're not running out of room in this house either way. No. So. I know. No. Nope. It's still a big ass fucking house. So Fool is on his way through the vents to get Alice. And the dog smells him the whole way up. And I love <laughs> that the dog is just going apeshit, right? He's just going crazy. He's barking. And Daddy opens the door to Alice's room because he's in there with Alice trying to get information about Fool. And he's just like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> and he slams I know, the door. Prince really knows the layout of this fucking <laughs> he does. house well. He like, does. He, he's in it now. Like, he knows exactly. He was where, a like, smart dog. Yeah, he okay. was. So that's when we get... Um, after shut the fuck up, that's when we get fool coming out, and I wrote down cock punch that guy. Oh yeah, he punches him oh, in the yeah. dick, square in the dick, dick punch right like, in the dick. Boom! He's like, oh, and then yeah, it's it's like let's get the fuck out of here. No, Alice. I love that. Because oh, he I thought, takes you, Alice, thought he murdered you. Yeah, Alice that's is like, he like, said he killed you, and fool goes, he exaggerated. <laughs> that's a, that's one of his good one liners. <laughs> like, he exaggerated. I always cracked up as a kid. Oh, and then. As we see Daddy is tearing through the house trying to find everybody, we get the creepiest room of all the okay. rooms. And honestly, we didn't I'd never noticed this room until we watched this movie like, for Be- this podcast. Before we get into the room, I just want to point out um waving your hands in front of someone's face does not keep them from sneezing. So I don't know what the <laughs> fuck Alice was trying to yeah. do. Cause he's like, I guess she's like, no, and I'm like, why are you waving? That that's not gonna help like, at all. That's probably making it worse. You're she's throwing more dust. Never seen she's TV. never been outside. She's right? never been outside. <laughs> <laughs> so, hi, give her give her the credit for that. All right, you're right. 
Moving on. We get to the creepy candle <laughs> yes. room. I'm like, who the fuck's lighting all these candles every yes, day? Yes, huh? it's just a room full of candles. And I had to pause it and rewind it a few times because there are these black and white photos of kids. Pictures, yes, yeah. Of kids through like a fence. Yeah, why were they all through a fence? All through a and fence. And it wasn't like they were like stalking photos because all the kids were looking and smiling. I'm like, you. it's like you took all these kids and you posed them on the other side of a fence and made them smile and then yes. took these fucking pictures. So weird. Such a weird scene. And it's also got all this religious memorabilia in yeah. there yeah. too. And I'm just like, oh, Lauren Gore. Lord Gar. Yeah, I I do love yeah, that when there's creepy. I do love when there's like random shit like that. You're like, I have more questions than answers. Oh, but... I will pause. Yeah. I will pause for forty five minutes and go over pictures just to see what kind of creepy shit <laughs> set designers put over there because that's a lot of shit those set designers put into that work, and it's I a, appreciate it. It's a lot of random yeah. kids <laughs> made pose for those pictures too. Yes. But um, he lets Prince through the, the vents to get Alice and Fool now that they've escaped into the vents of the house. And Fool is just done at this point. He's like, I'm not fucking around anymore. Yeah. I'm not running away from this dog. He is just He's straight up done bites it. it. Yeah, he does. He's just like, nope, we're going to fight this dog right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to fight this Rottweiler right now because I can do that stuff. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was just funny. It was. Well, like, he just, like, he, he just kind of like stands it up and starts like body blowing it and punching it that way. He does. He full on fights that dog. Yeah, and I'm like, did, yeah. did you feel like that was an advantage, I guess? And like, At I don't know. At least control the mouth and yeah, I mean, well, he, had, he had a plan, I guess, of attack. He's like, fuck it. It's when this, this thing is not going to stop until we take him out. Mm-hmm. So when, yeah. when fucking daddy is dumbass, stabs him, and I kept thinking, like, I pictured Fool just going, That's pretty much like, what he did, Like, yeah. just doing, like, overly <laughs> dramatic, like, just to be like, oh, God. I was like, like, he does later on the, in the, yeah. uh, in the chimney scene later. Yeah. It's like, so, I just thought that was funny to me. Like, as I pictured, I think there's a, Saul, you'll probably know better than me. Like, there was a episode of South Park where, like, one of the, <laughs> somebody did that, I think. They were playing a game or something. And in real yeah. life, like he was just like, "Oh, you killed me!" Oh, or it was something stupid like that. It reminded mm-hmm. me of that. I really thought that um, Daddy, when he yelled, "Gotcha!" <laughs> yeah. uh, he sounded like Sloth from Goonies to he me did. a little bit. There. He <laughs> did. Like, gotcha! He did. And I love his little dance. He's like, "I got him! I got him! I got him! I got him!" <laughs> and I love that mommy in that Prove is it. just prove it. Prove it, fucker. You killed Prince! Oh, she's so <laughs> mad. Oh, she's so mad and sad. That poor dog was just being a good boy and he got himself killed. I know. He was just being batshit crazy because they taught him how to be batshit crazy. It wasn't his fault. <laughs> and then they come, they concede to the fact we just need a bigger dog now. Yeah, they just, I'm going to go buy another dog. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, we need, a, we need a bigger. You need a dog for this house. So they make it all the way to the attic. They finally make it through the house. They get to the attic and they finally find an open fucking window. And Fool's like, you can see the lights of the ghetto from here. I never thought, <laughs> yeah. I never thought smog smelled so good or could smell so good. I was like, LA, baby. 
and in this scene, it's just Alice is too scared to jump. She's too scared to go. She doesn't know what's out there. Yeah, because she's like, what's a neighborhood well, earlier? And she's like, yeah. I've never seen TV. Like, I don't know what's out there. Like, probably your real fucking parents, girl. Right? Get the fuck out of here. Uh, not this. <laughs> That's what's out there. Yeah. <laughs> so let's go to that. Like, like, I'm afraid for what's going to happen to you if you don't go with Fool right now. Mm-hmm. And then Fool shows what a little shoot? bit. Uh, Fool shows a little bit more of his... Like stupid kid stuff to where like he gets out after he sees daddy comes in or whatever, right? Yeah. And then he's like waiting there. And I'm he's like, like, come on, Alice. And then he, go, he starts crawling back up. I'm like, did you think she was going to defeat him really quick? I know. Like, what the <laughs> fuck were you doing, kid? Like, like, go. Just go. But I do love how fools always, I'll come back for you. Like, I'm not leaving. Yeah. I'll come back. Don't worry. <laughs> just wait. Just hold on. Well, I love how he makes his escape by he jumps into that little pond because he asks her how deep it is and she has no idea. So he does it anyway, and then he takes off running, and then Mommy was actually smart because she starts yelling at Dude, don't shoot the gun outside because it'll it'll alert the police to come come this way, which again is, like, they're, they're losing their minds trying to get this kid, but they still got to figure, okay, we can't do anything that's going to bring more attention to us. Well, it's always showing that Mommy is, knows how to keep the ruse up better than daddy and daddy's a little bit yeah. more unhinged she's definitely mommy. the stickler of the of the yeah. ruse. i think she's definitely the one that makes it believable because well, i think see, he, what's yeah. interesting about he, those okay. he adds his he, he adds he, he plays his part but yeah. he knows that yeah. it all rests on her because even later when the cops show up it's like it's all her it's all her she's yeah. leading the whole thing but i do want to point out really quickly that um they she had one of those random lines here that i was talking about earlier so after she's like, don't shoot your gun outside. And he was like, oh, he got away or whatever. There. It it kind of just goes over to like shows like the, you know, just like an overhead kind of shot. It was like pulling back or something, I think. And you hear her really quickly say, get into your, get straight into your room and get straight into your suit. Yeah. So yeah. Like, ooh, ugh, yeah. No, I I think what's interesting about their dynamic and um, is that they're both narcissists, right? And they're both crazy. Yeah. They both have this kind of ideal of, what's best and that they're at the top right but their narcissism really doesn't include each other it's just their narcissism includes what their life looks like so as long as they each play their part then they play their roles and they stick to their roles but as soon as those roles kind of start to blur shit gets crazy like later on when a fool comes back and they kind of they don't really turn against each other but they kind of you start to see the cracks a little more fool has escaped and he goes back home to mama Sick Mama and Ruby. Don't say Mama. Why? Oh, I guess you're not saying Mommy. So. Yeah, it's Mama. It's, just too it's close. his Mama. It's too close for me. Right? <laughs> he goes, yeah, he goes He's back going to his, home to his elderly sick mother. <laughs> but Grandpa what, the coin like a, expert. Yeah, Grandpa the coin yeah, expert. Yeah, he's got like a handful of coins. And apparently a uh, local history buff. Knows yeah. all about these people. Well, hey, all about this family. Okay, <laughs> it's not even the... Okay. I'll give him credit that he's an old dude, and he was like, even when we were kids, we didn't go by that fucking house. Mm. So this is that's why I'm saying, like, like the furniture, like this whole thing's been passed down by. Jake. He has a great line where he's like, you know, the oh, what was it like? You know, the the more money they got, the crazier they the got, the crazier they got. And yeah. I was like, the more greedy they got, the more incestuous they got. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, it all kinds of yeah. points inward a lot. 
Well, especially with narcissism <laughs> that happens, especially if you think about it, if you're so narcissistic that you think your family is the best, eventually you're just going to yeah. think that outsiders it's, are all gross and your family is like the best. The, uh, it's like royalty yeah. like complex to where you're like, you know, it has to be pure mm-hmm. royal blood. Yep. Gore and lore. But I think uh, yeah. daddy took liberties with Alice, so... He uh, tried. Yeah. He he was mm. the the I way don't know. That, the way that that plays it, it it really plays to that it's not an it's not a thing that was about to happen for the first time. That's the way I yeah. took it. I don't know. Especially the way that mommy is kind of like, "No, get away. Get away. Get away." So mm. many times. So Yeah. I thought it was funny that um Ruby was like, I did your tarot cards again, but I'm like, wait, there's one missing because you guys put it on the shelf. Like, you're giving him a bad reading. Yeah. If you don't have all the cards in there, you're going to give him a bad reading. And I would like to see Ruby's uh, tarot card reading certificate. She took an online course. (laughs) Online course in the 80s? In the 90s? 90s. (laughs) No, sorry. It was a a correspondence thing where you took the tests and mailed it. You mailed it in. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But now, fool knows he's got to go back. Why yeah. does no one stop Fool from leaving? Like he not was Ruby, literally not no, Grandpa, like, okay. nobody. Well, yeah. Grandpa had already left at that point, and that's when she went in there. And after Fool was talking to Mama or whoever, and just you know, like I, I told Mama I did something bad, and he's like, maybe I'm the one that's got to make things right. And he's like, all right, Fool, we'll just you know, be back later. Like she don't say shit. Like she just he <laughs> no. just walks out the door, and I was like, nobody like really like I know even after she's like, don't go back into the house. I know, and he's like, like I have to. He's been gone since that fucking morning, and came back with like I've got a pocket full of gold. And Leroy is dead. Leroy <laughs> and Spencer are dead. <laughs> dead. D-E-D. I had to, I had to escape out of this house. Like he probably had to tell them the whole fucking story. And it was like, all right, fool, we'll see you later, man. As long as you leave them gold coins here, we're good. Right. Yeah. <sighs> and I love how Fool calls the police and the next shot is like it's late at night and there are so many fucking cops. I'm like, hey, white neighborhood, not that many cops are showing up over okay. one report yeah. of child No, abuse. I'm like, who the fuck like, okay. Where the hell do they send four cop cars and social workers for child abuse? And I put in L.A. Hell no. Yeah, I mean that, that should be the proper response. I'm not I mean, saying that it shouldn't be the proper response. LA I'm just saying in, that that is not the response. That L.A. They go in with. the 90s. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah, that's I mean, that, not what they well, do. The shit ain't happening today either. So <laughs> the only thing I could think of why they sent so many of them is he probably told them that no, he did because fool called that, and was like they're white kids yeah. in trouble and they're like white what? kids in trouble like eight or nine of them get them over there <laughs> they got Kalo K- kato kaylin locked up in the basement in a, in a scrapped up t-shirt and sweatpants need help <laughs> you ain't seen sun in days oh so now we're gonna get sued by kato we are <laughs> fool does his second beanie I'll let him of sleep the in evening the backyard for a while <laughs> Fool does his second B and E of the the evening, and uh, he's, well, he's back for pro- Alice. Hey, he's a pro now. He, he knows is. What the fuck he's doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He learned a trade from Leroy. He learned a trade. <laughs> <laughs> but I love how he is getting. He just gets into there, and he follows him upstairs. He grabs that fire poker. He's got. He's got stuff now. He's not stupid. He's not going up there unarmed. But he's got that fire yeah. poker, and he goes up there, and even with the gun. He is just beating the shit out of these two adults. <laughs> and I love it. I love when he hits the mom or mommy and she is so shocked. Like there's this yeah. look on her face that she is just like 
there's a person hitting me. Like, what the fuck? How did you do that to me? Yeah. Like, I, okay, I wrote ugh. down that fool should have let the people out first. Oh, yeah. Like, that would have yeah. been like, yes, come on. Like, mm-hmm. let them out first and let them do their thing, and then you go find Alice and right. get the fuck out. Like, yep. Um, yeah. There is, um, I wrote down, like, with the whole cops thing and after they leave and all that I'm like they've definitely got this down and they're not fooled easily because they were waiting for fool to come back yeah like they knew like that whole recording and all that Mm -hmm. shit set up I'm like they knew he would come back so I'm like they're not fooled easily and they're smart about this yeah for the most part she has that line like couldn't watch the kitchen the whole time so they were on top of it like they were out on the lookout for shit coming in Yeah. yeah and I think okay Fool starts beating them with the, the, the fire, fire poker. poker. And then we get to the most <laughs> hilarious scene of the fucking movie. My favorite. That I, I guarantee that this was not planned. Like, this was straight like, oh, shit, what do I do? What yep. do I do? It's a pure kid, oh, shit. Face. It, is. Yeah. it is. I'll let you explain it, Angie. <laughs> he is beating the shit out of mommy and daddy with the fire poker. And there's one scene where he hits daddy and the fire poker just breaks into pieces. And Brandon Quinton is just standing there like, Oh fuck! He looks at it <laughs> broken, like he pauses and he looks at it with these big guys, and he kind of looks back and forth for a second, and he's like, "What do I do? What do I do? <laughs> Shit, just run!" Yeah, like, <laughs> so he just bugs like, it out of the shot. That wasn't supposed to happen. That uh, the the way that his face looked, I'm like, "There's no way that happened nope. on purpose." They were like, "Fuck it, it's good enough." <laughs> and they left we'll leave it. it in. We'll leave uh, it yeah. in. Well, he broke the prop. He couldn't take another shot. Yeah, like, well, he was fuck just we like, gonna, "I just gotta was, run." I don't know. It was, it was the first shot, and they're like, "Fuck <laughs> it, we have to use it. We don't have any more money for props." <laughs> hey, it worked. I'm sorry. <laughs> it worked. And hey, if I had been hitting an adult with a fire poker and it broke, I'd probably have a pretty. <laughs> I'm like, you damn right, yeah. fool. <laughs> Who the fool now? Oh, yeah. So I know you had a, a note about Home Alone earlier, but I totally wrote he Home Alone twos the guy down the chimney. Yeah. Yeah. He does <laughs> okay, that. Yeah. Okay. Well, here's, here's my thing about being stupid fool, right? Who the fuck sleeps with their lights on, fool? And when he sees yeah. that the recording is a recording, I'm like, he just stands there and stares at it for a while. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, kid? Like, I know. So I think there's a he. I think Wes Craven put those little pockets of like a dumb kid would do something dumb. Like, you know, there's there's yeah. gonna be dumb kids doing dumb things. Yeah. And so I think any of these movies that like even Home Alone, like you have all these things that like no kid would be able to do this. So I think even yeah. if you sprinkle in little parts to where like a dumb kid would make dumb mistakes along the way, mm-hmm. but we still make it believable that he gets out of this thing. And I think that's what makes this movie so much better. One of my favorite yeah. things about this is that fool gets away from them so much because part of the, the hilarity and the fun and venturous part of this movie is the anger of the adults. They're just fucking frustrated. I mean, one towards the second, the second act, there's just one part where the dad is like, he got away again. <laughs> like he's just yeah. so fucking yeah. frustrated that this kid keeps slipping through their fucking fingers. <laughs> and that's part that makes this movie so fun is it's just a fucking journey. It's a horror journey and you're along for the ride. Yeah. Here's the one thing that I didn't think made any sense about the chimney scene. Yeah, he home alone him. And then what is it? That he he did that one smoke so they couldn't see him and he started making all those moaning noises. Yeah. He had Alice out with him. Why the fuck did he feel the need to go down that fucking chimney? Like, you got her out, you're good. Well, there go. was nowhere to there was nowhere to jump because she talks about or they talk about that pond again, and she says the first yeah. thing he did is he drained it and put glass and shit in there. So there's nowhere yeah. to jump anymore. Was how I took it, and that was the only okay. way back down Plus, through the house. Yeah. And he wanted to let the kids free. Yeah, too. Yeah, like he wanted to let the other ones out, and I think that's why he was like, "Look, 
we're on the main floor. You can get out. I'm gonna go let everybody else out. Like we, I still got shit to do. Like I'm not letting. I'm not leaving anyone yeah. here. Basically, yeah. Like the way I feel okay. too. But, um, the the scene where the where they're in there and he's in the gimp suit and mommy's sitting there and they they thought he got away again. You know, he's she's pissed off and like her, you know, her knee or whatever. And you know, she's on the bed. And they start arguing, and they have like this little fight where they're like choking each other. Yeah. And I wrote down, I was like, <laughs> "This is a weird like like at that scene, I was like, I feel like they're just being brother and sister at that point. Mm-hmm. Like it was a weird brother and yeah. sister fight. Like they just well, have like the way they yeah, had it. Yeah, that's like, what I'm talking about. Once once the narcissism and their little happy world crumbles down, they start to crack, and then it shows yeah. like it's all a facade and that's a big part of nar- yeah. narcissism is that's it's a facade and you have to keep the facade up. Yeah. And I think that that speaks to the, the fact that you were saying too, he's like, he got away again. Like, yeah, how could anyone get away from me? You mm-hmm. know, let alone twice yeah. basically. Yeah. So and fool the- gets through the house. I love the and when he they get the shotgun. Yeah, but I love. Which I thought he could have done more damage with. Oh, that. he for sure. But going back to that chimney thing, when they fall through the chimney, I always loved that. She just got fingers in her nose. <laughs> yeah, I love. I, yeah, I wrote down that I was like, you know, in a fist fight or whatever, I feel the nostrils are a very underlooked asset in a street fight. Oh, like, for sure. Never, like no one's expecting that, and I'm sure that doesn't feel good. Those are sensitive. Yeah. So, like that's yeah. yeah. So you know, poor PSA. If you're in a fight with somebody, go, go for, for the, the nostrils. nostrils. Fuck yeah. it. What do you got to lose? Yeah. If it's life or well, death, go for the nostrils. Well, even the other thing that he did too is he gouged uh, dude's eyes. Well, like he put his thumbs in there. That's the only and thing then he, he did could. The nose. That's the only thing he could do to daddy because he was he in the gimp suit. Yeah. So it was like, well, yeah. eyes or nostrils, and he chose eyes that time, mm-hmm. which yeah. is always a good play. I've said that always before with sharks. Yeah. sharks. With sharks, with anything, anything really, you go for the eyes, it's gonna let go of you. Yeah. But well, if you're going to die anyway, go for it. Yeah. No, but yeah. He, when Fool gets the shotgun and he's in the basement and Daddy opens that door, I'm like, Fool should have shot first. He should have just shot Yeah, he should have. I know, Fool. Did you forget about the sliding <laughs> stairs? I know. I'm like, like, just shoot. Don't have a one-liner. Just fucking shoot. Like, you know any prayers? Like, as soon as that door opened, he should have just pulled the trigger and be done with him. I know. And he cocks it, too, after the door opens. I'm like, no, that, that thing should have already been see? gone. Like, go. No, see? 90s movies. You're like, come on. Yeah, no. You don't need prayers. Yeah, yeah. no, see. Oh, he watched, he watched too many TV. Yeah. yeah, you always shoot first. Yeah. yeah. Oh, But the basement, the, the final act in the basement is just pure craziness. And I think you really see, like, how much daddy doesn't even know the underneath of his own house anymore because those people have been over there for so long when he goes over there and he's kind of like looking around like he doesn't know yeah and even alice has that line earlier in the movie where she's like daddy's afraid what's in there like he won't go in there yeah he won't go into the crawl spaces like he he doesn't know he he lives in the rooms that they live in and that's it it seems like Mm -hmm. they let prince do the dirty work when he has to go into the walls or shit like that and for them, their life is just like the four rooms that they occupy. So, when did anybody get vibes for when Fool found the the money room of Scrooge McDuck? Oh yeah, that's all I kept thinking of. I, I yeah. literally wrote down "Holy Scrooge McDuck." Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, that's what I thought of. So he found the money room because what is it? Uh, one of the they look. I'm gonna call them. They look like to me zombies. Showed him to go to that room. Like what is it? The kiddo killer one you were talking about? The kiddo yeah. kind of point. Yeah, yeah, he pointed him towards that direction. And when he saw that, I'm like, yep, that's, that's the first I thing I thought that was, was like, I assumed that was the one that showed Fool the coin in uh, Spencer's yeah. hand. I assumed that was yeah. the one that did that yeah. in the beginning. Yeah, Cato was looking the way out. 
Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. When the when the door uh, when you hear the knock on the door. Um, when the whole town shows up, basically, or whatever, the whole ghetto. When Ruby's like, hey, when, is my brother here? No, yeah, like, Ruby shows up, and she's like, I represent, you know, like, yeah. all that stuff. And I was like, what fucking time is it at night that, like... I know. Because it seems like... Because earlier she was like, when the cops were there, Mommy was like, I'm sorry you had to come out this, you know, at this hour of night or whatever. And I'm like, what the fuck time is it then? Like, I know, and she put on yeah. her best, like, 50s I know, like, dress. why did she get dressed like she was going to church <laughs> or something? I love like, how she went I'm like, how proper? long did... How long did it take you to get dolled up and like fool is here probably he could have been dead. He could have been dead. Like you don't know if you're like, hold on, I gotta get dressed first. Grandpa puts on a suit. Well, I think wasn't grandpa <laughs> wearing the same thing he was wearing earlier though? I don't, I don't think grandpa changed. What I, loved, what I loved about her is when she knocked on the door, how she went from proper to ghetto right away. I know, and it throws that throws mommy off. She's like, What? Yeah. <laughs> no, and I love that grandpa's like, I know how to get an open door. This is the fucking police. Open yeah. the goddamn door. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Okay, I, I thought it was funny when they're yelling and she was about to call them the, the N-word. She's like, all I see are two. And then all the town, like the whole, yeah. like everyone else shows like, oh. up. There's a lady in the background that's like, we busted your ass, bitch. And yeah. like, the way that she said <laughs> it, the way that she said it, I was like, wait, wait, do these people not know we're filming a movie? Like they really thought like, <laughs> like we're going to fuck this bitch up. Like, they're like, wait, wait, we're just filming a movie. There's no real baby snatcher going on. Like everybody just settle down. <laughs> I know. They she just, saw, they just saw a lynch mob forming. They're like, fuck this. This bitch be snatching babies. Let's go the fuck over there. I know. And that's when it's you see funny to me, that mom is. It's funny to crazy. me that she, yeah. It's funny to me how she just slams the door shut and then it's just grandpa and the sister that are trying to get in there and all the people are just kind of standing there like, what do we do now? Yeah, no. And then when she goes to shoot everybody and Alice just basically yeah. is birthed from the vent, <laughs> is what I call yeah. it. <laughs> she just spews forth from the it's vent. Like, surprise, and... <laughs> bitch. Yeah, That's she what does. I thought of. And she just like smashes mommy's head into the ground. I love that scene. And they're like, Here's... fuck, this, the... <laughs> all the people outside are like, oh shit, there's a little dirty it took kid. Me back to... <laughs> like, what the it fuck took... is going on here? <laughs> When she fell out of the from the top, it took me back to one of the things you said on one of our other podcasts about bitches be falling out of the sky. Yeah. That's the first <laughs> thing I thought of when she mm. fell down. I'm like, and like I had what you said, I'm like bitches be falling out of the sky. Yeah, and that's what happened. Out of the sky. Okay, I thought it was funny when Cato the Chud is there, and and before you know, um, fool gets into the vault when he was like, oh, he's like, yeah, he's like, I'm gonna help you get out of here, and he's like, you can go outside. He's like, you can get the see ladies. the sunshine. You can see the women. And Cato the Chud's got like this weird, like he's just imagining outside, like this weird smile yeah. on his face. And I was like, "Damn, like this kid needs a cheeseburger or something. Like he needs to get the fuck out of there." <laughs> no, like, when I, with that scene, I was just like, "He can't be in the sun. His eyes are black. He's been in the know, dark too uh, long. He's the, got that the, whole uh, Riddick thing." Yeah, at, can't, at, <laughs> at the end sun. when when he gets out and like walks away, I'm like, "What the fuck is Cato the Chud gonna do? Like when the sun comes up? I know like, his ass is gonna not like, just, just him, melt. but everybody else." All of them. Like, yeah, but I him mean, well, specifically because I saw like the the freaking Leatherface hat yeah. thing on, but the rest of them <laughs> oh, were God. fucked. It was it was one of uh, Daddy's old <laughs> yeah. uh, hats, uh, the helmet. What do you? I don't know what you call it. Helmet <laughs> mask is the yeah. word I'm looking yeah. for. Yeah. Uh, the daddy mask. The daddy mask. But oh. yeah, no, I was like at the end when they're all escaping, I was like, grab some money. You need food. <laughs> Get some of that oh. money. Go through Burger King. <laughs> you need a cheeseburger. <laughs> There were okay. There's a couple scenes in here where I'm like, "Good God, man! 
it was the Spaceballs level stunt doubles to me because I'm oh. like when yeah. when Alice's stunt double gets thrown onto the stairs, I'm like that is a man in a dress yeah. with a fucking beard yeah. right now because yeah. it has a yeah. weird cut, and I'm like and you see his face, and I'm like Jesus. Mm-hmm. And then later when you have when they throw mommy down the stairs into the cellar, I'm like that stunt double as well. I'm like that's another dude, yep. man. Like, you guys yeah. are like jeez, like. These cuts needed to be a little quicker back then. That's all right. He was never great with the cuts because I remember there's a scene in Nightmare on Elm well, Street. Well, he was an editor. Oh, that's true. But there's I'm a sure. scene in Nightmare on Elm Street where you see the mattress. Oh, Robert the mattress England. scene, <laughs> yes. Oh, of course. <laughs> hey, you had to do what you had to you do gotta back do what then. You it was do. those things where you found a mattress in the alley and you're like, fuck it, we got to do a stunt. No, but even though <laughs> Alice has knocked mom, Mommy out, she is not done with Alice yet. And she does nope. come for her over the intercom. And Alice is just like, I see you. I see you, bitch. <laughs> and Alice is just done with her shit at this point. This and, is, yeah, this is Alice's fucking... Um, You're not my mother. Like, you never it, were. It broke, yeah. it broke the glass for mm-hmm. Alice. Like, I don't know, she was like, fuck this shit. Right. Like, I am out. Like, Fool showed me that there's shit out there. And he got out. And he's got back in, and we're going to get out again, bitch. I saw other people that yeah. had tongues for the first time. <laughs> like, <laughs> she's done. She's over it. She realized there were more than just white people in the world. And uh, she's ready to get the yeah. fuck out. This was one of my favorite scenes, though, when, when Mommy and Alice are fighting, and uh, Kato, Kalen, Chud comes out of the yeah. stairs. I put the boys yeah. come back for Mom, because that's what they yeah. did. They, they yes. descend on that mother, because I've, it's clear that she yeah. put them through some sort of hell. I've always been like... I. You know, for most horror movies, I'm like, it's kind of stupid when you have a literal thing, like the title. But I'm like, this mm-hmm. worked so oh, fucking yeah. well. Like, Kato Kill yeah. and the Chud coming out of the fucking stairs and just mm-hmm. grabbing Mommy and then just that whole thing. Biting like, just her? The, yes, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. coming, coming out of the walls. Yeah. Like, it was, I'm like, this is just such a perfect fucking mm-hmm. scene. Like, the terror, like, the fucking, like, the dread. And it's like... And, and the mommy, she... the mommy actress plays it yes. perfectly. The fear, yeah. the dread, yes. the just the absolute no hope. And when she comes out, like, when, is that one part where like she comes out and goes over to like to the front of the door and like they all like kind of surround her? And I'm like, oh, like you just feel that like you're like you're fucked. Yeah, you're done. There's nothing you can do. And then fucking Alice just stabs that bitch. And mm-hmm. like, fuck, yep. fuck this. Like we are yep. done. Yep. We are done. And mom, even still, she gets stabbed, but she pulls that knife out of her body and tries to go yes. for Alice again. And I'm like, damn. Yeah. Like, see, that to me, like, the actress that did this, I'm like, she, it was just such an amazing performance from oh, that. And the I really intensity feel like she put into she it. She does, but so much fucking, like, it's just raw, like, just emotive acting. Mm-hmm. And, like, you can just see, like, the rage in her eyes, and it's, like, the whole time, like, she's, like... Yeah, nothing matters. Nothing. Because the, the whole the whole scene, okay, and I do have to say, I sympathize with Mommy at one point, and one point only in this fucking movie, when she's having that rant to Alice, and she's, like, all of you kids are going to be the death of me, and this and that. She says a line where she's, like, and God knows, she doesn't say this when I'm paraphrasing, and God knows where Roach is taking a shit. And I was like, all right, that's a valid point. Like Doing you, his business is yeah, what I'm she like, says. I'm like, you people are bad shit crazy and all and deserve to die, but that's a valid point about like where, Yeah, ugh. what is he doing in the walls? Like, yeah. where is he taking his shit? Because nowhere do you see like <laughs> yeah, he's got a bucket or a bathroom or anything in there. Nope. Oh, but and then Fool makes it into the vaults and we get 
my final and probably the most ingenuity thing that I'd ever seen as a child. Yeah. It was with the fucking candles and the coins. I, I still think that's a brilliant idea. Like, it is. That's a yeah. way to fucking slowly. Even as a kid, I was like, I'll have to remember that yes. someday. And Mental note taken. Like, if that's ever, like, if that can save my life, like. And then again, fool steps out from behind and is like, I'll blow your ass up. I don't like you much. I'm like, I no, know. just blow his ass up, fool. I wrote down, like, I don't want to kill you. Never mind. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. You deserve it. And then, and then, uh, he blows him up. Blows him and his money. And the money. And I wrote down, it's raining money, hallelujah. Except for the random people that get a gold coin lodged in their fucking head when those start falling <laughs> yeah. down to the, the earth. It's like, like, just like ah. huge dents in their fucking, they're bleeding. And it's like, fool walks out expecting to be a fucking hero. And it's like half the people are dead and bleeding. It's like a goddamn oh, war zone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. But I love, it's such a, it's such a joyous ending to the movie because it's like all these poor people that were like basically put into this shit situation because of these people are just stealing yeah. these people's money and the cops aren't back out there because they were just there and nothing was wrong yeah nothing's <laughs> going on so fine. it's like they're gonna like somebody's gonna drive by the house the next day you know, and be like with, what the fuck just happened does anyone even live in this neighborhood <laughs> like you see people in the background like kids playing and shit when they were first casing the house and they were in the van and all that but yeah. it's like there are no fucking neighbors like I mean, he was shooting the gun, and like finally someone yeah. showed up. But he was shooting the gun in the house. No one hears the thing. No, yeah, nobody. He, was shoot, he shot yeah. it outside like four or five times. That window was fucking yeah. open the whole time. Mm-hmm. Apparently, um, I wrote down. Um, Fool has his final great one liner when he's like, "I feel like a million dollars." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like a million bucks. <laughs> All right, so my horror PSA for this was always rob the incestuous rich to feed the poor. That's fair. Can't go wrong yeah. with that. That's fair. Oh, Maybe that was Robin Hood's original thing. I mean, royalty were incestuous. This is true. This so. is this is rooted. So this is basically a different version of Robin, Robin Hood. Hood. That's yeah. what this is. Yeah. People it, under it's, the it's, stairs. It's, is it's, the it's, it's of like Robin it's Hood. like the Snow White thing, where it's like the book. It was like you know, I need her heart and all that. You mm-hmm. know, murder her and like you know, in in the original Robin Hood, it was like yeah, they they were incestuous. This guy can't lead us. He's stupid. It's stupid, and he <laughs> sleeps with his sister. And weren't they cousins <laughs> or something like? The Ma- uh, Marion and the sheriff. I think so. I don't. It was recall. something like that. I th- I don't know. I don't know the fucking mythology of goddamn Robin Hood. But all I know <laughs> is mommy and daddy ate it, and daddy's gonna end up staying with Leroy and Spencer now. Yeah, in the yeah. Yes. Well, yeah. You got thrown in that pool. And God Ooh. knows who else is down there. You just look at that pool, and you're just like, that smells. Oh that yeah. Smells that whole yeah. That, uh, yeah. That Even with that wood thing that they close it. No, because like, nope, it's it's probably shit. There piss and rotting meat mm-hmm. and carcasses yeah. and god knows what else and maybe that's where road shits maybe i mean it'd be, it'd be a good place i for mean it. It, who would know i mean yeah. you know, yeah. daddy walks down with like roaches just hanging his butt over there, like <laughs> 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 he's gonna pull up and run real quick <laughs> he just dives into the fucking furnace he's like what the hell what are you doing happened? i mean what would you even do i would just be like i don't know yeah. we don't say anything and just pretend that didn't oh happen god. <laughs> yeah like i didn't see this <laughs> He was in a, he was in the gym suit and the zipper was closed. So he couldn't yell oh, no. for help. He couldn't yell for help for anybody. Like, I don't. Mmm. Yeah, gross. <laughs> but I think that about wraps up this week's episode. I don't really know if we need to do final thoughts. This movie's fucking amazing. Everything yeah. that you could have be great 
is in this movie. There's one-liners. Yeah. There's terrific acting. There's terrific props. There's props that break. There's, there's real scenes that they put <laughs> into the movie. Everything that you could possibly want in a movie is in this fucking movie. It's okay. the best horror movie ever, Wait and I love minute. it. Wait a minute. Wait okay. One-liners. Oh, my God. Oh, you got the how, one-liners written down? No. How could I forget my favorite fucking one-liner of this whole goddamn movie that even as a kid I was like that's the funniest thing I think I've heard because it oh. made fucking sense. <laughs> oh yeah okay. Paul's fa- he <clears throat> told me about this this line so many times. You're too old to get tit, too young to get ass. You're fucked either way. And that's 13. <laughs> and that's 13. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you could probably put it a little bit more delicately, but hey, this was coming from Leroy <laughs> of all people. So Leroy has a Leroy has a way of putting things in Leroy's yeah. terms. And Leroy, Leroy ways. Leroy words. Sometimes you gotta a, be blunt about advice. It yeah. was a Leroyism. Is what I'm saying. There's a lot yeah. of Leroyisms in this there movie. Was. I'm gonna go back and just write down the Leroyisms. You should. Like, it's a good thing I'm teaching <laughs> you a trade. <laughs> Oh, but that is it for this week, folks. We are coming back next week with another Wes Craven lesser known favorite, and that is Shocker, I believe, right? Yes. Yes, Shocker. Yeah, Shocker next. So, uh, Mitch Pileggi, reach out to us. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he <laughs> listens to our podcast. Yeah. Mitch, if you're listening, <laughs> give me a call, man. But anyway, you can check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can find Horror Entertainment News at ScaryNerd.com. You can support us on Patreon by going to Patreon.com backslash ScaryNerd. And we will see you next week with Shocker. Uh, if you guys have any comments, questions, concerns, feel free to email us at podcast at ScaryNerd.com. We always like hearing from you guys. And don't forget to subscribe. Like, share, tell people to listen, you know, do what you do, word of mouth. But anyway, we'll see you next week. See you later. Bye. Bye. Bye, everyone.